Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi again. Welcome to This Day in History class, where history waits for no one. Today is August 6, 2019. The day was August 6, 1991. British engineer and computer scientist Tim Berners-Lee published the first ever website. Berners-Lee got his degree in physics from the University of Oxford. A few years after he graduated, he began working at the European Organization for Nuclear Research, also known as CERN. He worked there for a while in 1980, left to work elsewhere, and returned to CERN in 1984. While there, he realized that sharing information was difficult for the organization's researchers, who were in different places around the world and had different information on different computers. The internet was already connecting computers, and it was developing quickly. But Berners-Lee realized that people could share information using hypertext, or text that contains links to other texts. In March of 1989, he submitted to his managers at CERN a proposal for an information management system that used hypertext to link documents on different computers that were connected to the internet. His boss, Mike Sindahl, wrote on the proposal document that it was vague but exciting. 
In May of 1990, Berners-Lee wrote his second proposal concerning, quote, the management of general information about accelerators and experiments at CERN. It was not an official CERN project, but Berners-Lee was allowed to work on it. He began working with a Belgian engineer at CERN named Robert Caillou, and the project was formalized as a management proposal in November of 1990. This proposal for a hypertext project called World Wide Web described a web of hypertext documents that could be viewed by browsers. By the end of 1990, Berners-Lee had developed the three technologies that were fundamental to the web hypertext markup language, or HTML, uniform resource identifier, or URI, and hypertext transfer protocol, or HTTP. HTML is the formatting language for the web. The URI is the unique address that allows us to locate a resource on the web. And HTTP is a set of rules that allows for the retrieval of linked resources from across the web. He also wrote the first web page browser and web server. Berners-Lee released his World Wide Web software in 1991, making it available to colleagues using CERN computers in March. The web was made publicly available on August 6, 1991. The site only contained text and links. It included a description of the World Wide Web, defined as, quote, a wide area of hypermedia information retrieval initiative aiming to give universal access to a large universe of documents. It also described how to use the web. The site was hosted at CERN on Berners-Lee's next computer, and its address was info.cern.ch. The first web pages address is listed in the description. Interest in the web spread around the world. CERN wanted to patent the web, but Berners-Lee refused. He wanted the technology to be free and open and advocated for the source code to always be available on a royalty-free basis. People began creating browsers and websites, and by late 1993, there were more than 500 known servers. The first International World Wide Web Conference was held at CERN in May of 1994. That same year, Berners-Lee left CERN and went to the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. There, he founded the World Wide Web Consortium, a web standards organization that he is currently the director of. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at T-D-I-H-C podcast. Come back tomorrow for another tidbit from history. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 